Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast at ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. We are here to talk about this very busy week in wrestling, which means we're going to talk about NXT TakeOver War Games. We're going to talk about Survivor Series. A little bit. We're going to talk about Raw. We're going to talk about SmackDown Live. And, uh... I guess we'll talk about NXT, though not really much happened. I'm a, it was one cool match, and then a match that was fine. I, I think I have them in the backwards order. But I'm Owen, joined as always by John. Joined as always by everybody out there in internet land. Isn't that cool? It's not cool. We are streaming live and in video, isn't that something that's pretty neato? Over at twitch.tv slash ozone online and also somewhere on YouTube, I think? Is that still happening? Did you cancel that in the week that I was gone because no, I was no, moving? No, no it's, it's still there. Okay, I mean, I guess you could do that or something, yeah, I don't know. The Point real is, blurry. uh. What? The video's real blurry, but keep going. Okay, well. Nothing I can do about that except tell y'all that we are monitoring our chat on Twitch and our Twitter at the Heel Turns to send us your questions and your comments, and we will get to them as we deem fit. Owen. John. Moving still sucks. Yeah. But at least I have a, a computer again, and things are set up. Sort of. That's I cool. guess. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I kind of put together this un- entire computer ensemble like... 45 minutes ago. Uh, but it seems to be working. I mean, we're putting out video. Yeah. I want to let people know that I'm actually like not in the normal studio, which is why probably the video is coming out real bad. Because mm. YouTube's yelling at me like, yo, your input's real low. I'm like, fuck, I don't know. Not that my might fault. explain it. But yeah, apologies for the low quality. But the uh, the podcast version will be crystal clear. Uh, not a video, but, though. So, you know, whatever. Whatever. But, John, speaking... Point of, being. Speaking of moving, I have moved to a campsite. Oh, yeah, I started that. Why aren't we friends on it? Because I don't think I've even finished the tutorial. I, I went to the first campsite that they tell you to go to and I made friends with Apollo and and then I was supposed to go back and, and see Cyrus and give him my cotton but I didn't John do, do it it's a good game we're talking about really Owen is Animal Crossing Pocket Camp a good game uh as the number one Animal Crossing fan on this podcast uh, yes yes it is like, really? I actually had to stop playing the Australian version because I'm like, yo, I I can't get too invested into this because it's all going to go away. I'm going to play the North American version, which I am. I will say, I mean, to the game's credit, it, it starts literally the first thing you get is K.K. Slider playing that guitar. And I was like, no, okay, no, this is an Animal Crossing. No, I'm in. Hey, John, do you want to know a secret? What was that? K.K. Slider is in my campsite playing guitar. It's a pretty cool campsite. Let me guess, you pick cool? No, what you do is... it For the next, like, 40-something days, uh, you could choose one of two items for 250 uh, leaf tickets, which are the premium currency, to get a person to stay in your, in your campsite. 
Okay, that's great. I'm I'm glad to hear that. But did you pick cool? Oh yeah, of course, because I picked Apollo. Goddamn right. But uh, the point is though that they give you enough to get one of the characters because you could choose between KK Slider or Tom Nook. Mm, KK. Oh, is KK? Hey, John, you you what I picked? You picked Tom Nook, and then you bought more tickets to get KK. I picked KK, and then I bought more tickets to get Tom Nook. Okay! Well, you know what? It was going to be one or the other. Because uh, they had a special going on for the, for the launch. Like, you can get all these extra tickets if you pay $4. And I'm like, this game is worth $4. Okay, well, I mean, you know. I'm sure they'll make me that offer uh, when I actually go to the store or something, and perhaps I will do this. Perhaps I will make this happen. Core in the chat says no spoilers, so I will not spoil the endgame where you fight Tom Nook on top of a burning tree that is made of money. I mean, it's fine. You didn't spoil that, you know... The mutant demon spawn of Rossetti and Don are the the last bosses, so. It's true. Because you don't see Rossetti at all because the game automatically saves all the time. Yeah, I was really disappointed when I saw that. I was like, fuck, I'm never going to see Rossetti? No, see, that's, that's at the end, it's a surprise. He deletes all your save data, and then you fight him to get it back. Oh, okay. It's all making sense now. But in all seriousness, this game is really good, and I am having a lot of fun. All right, then. And more people should play it. I'm across the pocket camp. Big oh, and up. you want to talk about games that are less good? Uh, real fast, because we got a lot to talk about tonight. Whatever, man. You talked a bunch about Animal Crossing. It's my duty it's good. to tell it's you a all good game. more about Sonic Forces. Because I've played a bunch of it since the last time I was Why? on this podcast. Why? It's the new Sonic game. I gotta play it. Bad Sonic so, I'm going to start with the positives of this game. Because there actually are a bunch, if I'm being honest. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, say what you will about their focus on, you know, their extreme focus on building a bunch of the story and the, the gameplay mechanics around uh, your original character do not steal. Mm-hmm. They really go for it. Like, and there is a level of customization and just like extreme amount of things that you can do that like are absolutely impressive. Like, not just in the level of like, you know, after you beat the game, you unlock the ability to keep making new avatars. And so you can have all sorts of combinations. You don't have to choose anymore between whether you're going to have man animal or lady animal, man animal or lady animal. Because you get, like, 15 slots, and you can have as many man animals or lady animals as you want. What? Why? Because, I mean, there's seven different character types, and you, they have, I mean, there's a persistent leveling system, dude. You level up your characters to level 30. Get a bunch of unlockables, because that's the thing. There's also, like, a crazy crazy mission system in there, where it's like they have the, the average things of just, like, you know, okay, beat the stage, beat the stage with an S rank, beat the stage in a certain time. But then they add, like, you know, things like, okay, use certain weapons, or, uh, 
like different sort of challenges. Like it's it's all kind of simple stuff, but it's like it gives you reason to keep playing the game. And then they have like they have fucking daily challenges, dude. Why? Wait, in a Sonic game? Yeah, they have dailies in a Sonic game, and they're not, like, again, they're all really simple, like, not hard stuff. Usually it's just, like, change your your avatar, like, change an item on your avatar, like, but they give you fucking, like, bonuses, like, fucking multipliers for your end-of-level score, which all feeds into your leveling to level up your avatar... This are there loot boxes? There aren't loot boxes. I mean, the basically what it is is you know every mission you beat uh, gets you different items for your avatar, and you can get and like the amount of things in there is completely unreal. Like you know, and, and granted, you know, at the point I'm at in the game, which is you know I've beaten the the game as like three of the the seven different. Uh, character types that you can do it as, or, you know, beat it, I mean, like, just gotten to level 30 with them, which isn't that hard, honestly. Um, but, basically, like, you get the ability to do just, like, a bunch of crazy shit, uh, with that. Like, hey, if you want to make a guy that has Amy Rose's dress and Knuckles' shoes and has, like, a DBZ scouter and is emerald colored for some reason, you can do that. You want to make a guy with a belt, you can do that. You want to, hey, you should check the video for a second here, Owen, because I got a, a fun uh, thing that I need to show you that I created. If you just want to create a guy that is a fucking sentient bumper, you can do that. Wait, what? Yeah. No, this game is fucked up. That that sentient bumper bear creature is a thing of beauty, if I say so myself. No. But, yeah, so there's a lot of weird, like, smart thought put into this game, and, like, a lot of reasons to keep you playing it. Sure is a shame the content is not very good. Like, I don't even know what to say about most of it, honestly. Like, it's one of those things where the, you know... Okay, so, of course, like, the game is broken up basically into three parts. It's, like, classic Sonic, which, you know, especially after playing Sonic Mania this year, feels completely wrong and just, like, kind of slapdash together and, like basically running on the same sort of we take control out of your hands for a while and just like it plays itself shit that the main game does which that's great i guess uh what else is there there's like the modern sonic parts which you know basically are just like the sonic generation sonic unleashed uh sort of like we made sonic rush but what in 3d style which you know those those are honestly the best parts of the game like those are the most fun uh and then the avatar shit which is all just like it's it's a mix of it's basically like a slowed down version of the modern Sonic stuff, but they added weapons to make it Shadow the Hedgehog. You get a for gun some reason. You you not only get a gun, like there are like 
five million different guns that you can unlock. Like, again, I'm going to pull up the video here just as a fun little thing for all of y'all out there who are watching it live. Like, look at the fucking guns that I... God damn it, I hit the button again. John, you know this is the audio primarily podcast. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm going to tell everybody here. It's like, I have like fucking 20, almost like 30 guns unlocked. Probably more, actually. Because like, you get, there's, you know, there's basically seven seven different types of of weapon, because they do the fucking, like, weird whips shit that they had, that they introduced in Sonic Colors, where it's like, instead of having, oh, you can drill through the wall now, or you have like a weird asteroid thing you turn into, uh, now it's just different weapon. Types. Does the wisp voice guy still yell "gun"? Yeah, he yells it for everything. He yells, "It was like every time you get the power up, you the guy yells your weapon type." Goes like blast or hover. Oh great! Okay, it. I'm in. I'm into that. That's good. I hate that guy. I that hate guy's, him. Guy's, He's the worst. No, the worst is is uh, Robochow. Robochow is not in this game, which pisses me off. Good. Fuck Omachow. Don't you... Fuck you. Omachow is pure. No, not at all. He's my son. He is my son. You have a lot of sons. Yeah, I do. I I, I get around. What can I say? Should I not talk to you or your son ever again? Yeah, basically. Anyway, there are a lot of weird customization options in this game, and it doesn't make sense to me because all the parts of the game are not very good. Like... Yo, the Avatar basically just plays like fucking Shadow the Hedgehog. A Shadow's in the game. He is. You can you can play as him instead of Sonic in the Sonic only stages. And you pay money for this? No, no. That that's just a straight unlockable. There is also the the episode Shadow DLC, which is like you play remixed versions of three of the levels in the game. You know what I heard was paid DLC for this game? What? Playing a Supersonic. Really? I heard it's paid DLC. I thought it was you unlock it when you get all the gold star, the red star rings. I don't know. All I heard, someone's mentioned that you had to pay for it, and it's kind of fucked up. That would be fucked up. I mean, I'm trying to see what happens when you get all the red star rings, because, yeah, uh, that's how you unlock Supersonic in, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, the last one, uh, Lost World. That one was. I'll, I don't like that I'll one. Look, I'll look this up. You you keep talking. Anyway, on that note, though, like they again, like you look at the things that they added to you know keep you playing it, like keep you playing those like thirty levels that are basically in the game. Well, I mean, it's it's thirty levels plus like twelve bonus levels that you can unlock that are like really short, like puzzle things, and some of them are only all right, but like you know. The classic Sonic stuff isn't that great. The the Avatar stuff is actually the worst part of the game. Although there's also like weird levels where you play as Sonic and the Avatar, which are just you have the Sonic boosting stuff, but you can also shoot your gun. Cause why? Super Sonic's DLC. Jesus, really? <laughs> this game's terrible. This game 
is, this game makes no sense whatsoever. And yeah, on that note, so I guess that, that, you know, dovetails nicely into what I was going to say. Like, one of the things they added to, uh, do the deal, to, like, make the, uh, the game have more replay is after you get all the red star rings in the level, uh, they add the, the, the number rings, you know, like the, the things from Sonic Lost World where it's like 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and then, like, you get an extra life. Instead, this time it's, like, a new challenge that you can do. And then after you beat that, you get the, uh, they added, like, these silver moon rings that you can get, and it's like, you have to get five of them in, like, quick succession, and there's, like, you know, there's only five in level, but, like, you have to get them within a certain time limit, or else they disappear. Uh, so guess what you get for, uh, doing all of these? What? Owen? Yeah, what do you get? Absolutely fucking Nothing! I mean, apparently that's not entirely true. You get, like, for doing, like, a couple of them, you get a uh, an achievement or a trophy on the, the systems. But considering that I'm playing on the system that has none of these things, you don't fucking get anything! What the fuck? Why would I do this? Good video game. That's kind of how I feel about a lot of this game, is why would I do this? And yet, it's a Sonic and, game, so I keep doing it. And I, John, I asked why, why did you do this when you bought it, so, to be fair... You fucked up. Look, I said it before, I'll say it again. I wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt after Sonic Mania was, like, the best thing they've done since, hey, like, 96. Hey, John, you want to know a secret? What? Sonic Team didn't make Sonic Mania. I know. That's what I was saying, though. Like, you know, I wanted to hope that maybe Sonic Team was humbled by no. the fact that, like, someone else was making games better than them, and they'd, like, actually step it up. Apparently not. No. No, John. They, they're like. Also, look. I again, as I said, I thought that Sonic Lost World was really cool. Granted, of course, this game is nothing like that at all. But you know, I was hoping that I was hoping that if they're going to go back to the Sonic Generations, well, that like they're actually going to bring something interesting and new to the table. And instead, they just made Sonic Generations, but worse. John, they 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 let Sonic Mania exist so that they could. Let all the goodness of Sonic live there, and then all the bullshit can live over here in Sonic Forces. I guess you got a point there. This is why I bought Mania, and I am avoiding Forces at all costs. It is not the worst Sonic game. Oh, fuck no. That's Shadow. Shadow's the worst Sonic game. No, Shadow is not the worst one. Sonic and the Black Knight? I've actually never played it. I hear it's really bad, but I've never played it. I know what the actual answer is, John. It's yeah, no, it's come it's on. 2006. It's 2K6. It's 2K6. It's always going to be 2K6. I mean, as much as I have an irrational hatred for Unleashed, mm -hmm. it's it's always going to be 2K6. There's no universe in which Sonic 2K6 is anything but a complete and utter abomination where it would have been fine if they had just put a fucking bullet in it. And called it done. Mm -hmm. Relatedly, I just want to say, by the way, um, as something I noticed in the credits here, speaking of Sonic Unleashed, this game runs on the fucking Hedgehog engine. What? Remember the fucking, like... Yeah, I know, I know what it is. Yeah, I, but I'm saying to the, to the people at home also. Remember when they made a fucking big deal about Sonic Unleashed being like, oh, we built this engine for it, the Hedgehog engine, it's so fancy and shit. 
This fucking game, like, still runs on that almost 10-year-old engine, and, like, you're telling me that you have to, like, fucking cap it at, like, 30 frames on the Switch, and there's even still some slowdown here and there? Come the fuck on. Yep. Like, I know the generations also kind of ran like shit, but come the fuck on. Also, for a lot of audience, I think I the the uh, the video issues have been fixed. Oh, that's good. So, hopefully, you guys can hear and see us now. And as I said, people listening to the podcast, there should be no difference. John, I don't I don't want to talk about bad games. I want to talk about bad wrestling. Shall we get into the news? Luckily, Owen, we have that in spades, so, yeah. Okay, yeah. Hey, John, you want to hear the first bit of bad news? Yeah. Sure, let's let's do, do it. Do let's you do like it. The Miz? Yes, I do. Well, too bad. He had, a, he had the worst week possible. Yeah, he sure did. But in real life, he's had a pretty good week. Yeah, he sure has. Because he is taking off from WWE to go film another Marine movie. So this is, as I, I if I am to be understanding correctly, Owen, this is his fourth Marine film. I guess, I guess. Because wasn't, was he in the second one? No, that was... Was that... That was Ted DiBiase Jr., right? Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, it would probably be that. Man! Ted DiBiase Jr. No. 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 No, it wasn't him, or just no? Just no. Yeah, fair. It's just... But of all the fucking things, why him? I don't want to talk about it. But I want to talk about who the Miz's co-star Remember, is. though, that the reason that the, it was him was because they couldn't go with their first choice. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> we don't, again, again, we don't need to go about talking about that one. Oh, sure we do. Fuck Randy Orton is AWOL ass. He'll turn. He'll turn. He was AWOL on SmackDown this week, too. Oh, what a surprise. But, John, did you know Becky Lynch is also going to be in this? No, I didn't. Yep, she's going to star in it. So, maybe she's gonna, she might disappear as well. But yeah, yeah I mean, you know, not something I care about, but, you know, I'm sure you do. I care so. a lot, because Becky Lynch is really good. She is very good. I'm not going to deny that at all. But yeah, so The Miz will be taking time off, and then he'll probably be taking a little extra time off for his babby. His wife is pregnant. Yeah. No, that's that's something he should do. He should hang out with his new daughter. That's go a cool home thing. And go home and be a family man. And, but then Pretty come much. back, please. And then come back, please. Save us. Save us from the big dog. Nothing can save us from the big dog. You know this. True. Hey, John, did you hear the other uh, WWE news that's going on? I did, but I... Don't understand it, so please inform me. That's what you have heard. Well, information recently has been getting hard for me to 
come by. But as far as I know, WWE is in possible talks to do a show with Facebook. Say what? Yeah, because they keep, you know, after the takeovers, they keep doing the Q&As with Triple H on Facebook Live. Yes. Well, uh, Facebook Live is trying to launch as like a big, like, you know, network for streaming stuff. I'm aware of this. I've, I've seen a commercial for some, I've, I don't know how I've seen this commercial. I think it was on like some other streaming service, oddly enough, but like for some weird comedy dramedy show that they have about like a person that's bi or something. I don't know. It, would, it was all very confusing. Yeah. They're trying to get more content. So why not work with WWE, which to be fair, this is really a smart move for them. Because if they're on the internet and, like, you know, actually, like, out for free and, like, ad-based, it's pretty much like television, but without the uh, restrictions of having to answer to all the different, you know, television rights and in the times and all that. Just streaming that live, people can watch it whenever. Now, the interesting part, though, is where they would tape it. Because if they were to do this, it would be after SmackDown. Oh, really? And you may say to yourself, but isn't that bad show that no one watches after SmackDown? So would the bad show that no one watches be the show? No, because that's a bad show. It was, so what would happen to the bad show? Well, some people speculated that they would possibly move it ahead of SmackDown. And I think that's a bad that idea. Make, yeah, that would make SmackDown shit tapings real long. I say, why not move it to, you know, before Raw? Because it's when they do main event. Yeah, don't... don't main event's a half hour. Just tack on another 50 minutes. It's fine. Or move main event to uh, SmackDown. Because, again, it's only a half hour. Also, wouldn't that defeat the purpose of it being 205 live? I mean, who says they can't air it on the network live before Raw? It's their network. They can air it live whenever they want. I was just saying, I don't want to watch that. No one's going to watch it anyway, even if it's after SmackDown. Who cares? Well, okay, when you put it that way. This other show I would possibly watch. Because the rumor is that it would be Raw versus SmackDown. It it would be the one night of the week where Raw and SmackDown superstars compete in head-to-head competition. That's what? Why? Because fuck it. Who cares? It's nothing matters. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I this you know this is WWE we're talking about. I guess that is very true. Nothing, nothing matters. I would like it. To- it's all a goddamn joke. The world is a goddamn joke. World is a fuck. See, if I had it my way, how I would have it, I would put it as a. I would put it before SmackDown as a bonus hour ahead of time 
and have it feature your underutilized SmackDown superstars. Kind of like make it SmackDown's version of main event. Which is none of them, because they're all trash. Ty Dillinger. Ruined him. Your bad show ruined him. Uh, How does no. that make you feel? No. How does that make you feel? He's not ruined, he's still good. Your bad show ruins everything. How does that make you feel? I feel fine, because they don't ruin everything. Keep telling yourself that. No. He'll turn. Anyway. He'll turn. But yeah. I'm just saying that's that what I would do. None of this stuff is set in stone. It might not even happen. But we'll see. I think it's a smart move to at least do a Facebook thing. Yes. Not the worst idea. I think a smarter thing would be to air live events live on Facebook. Why not do that? Why not instead of having a, a, a produced show, why not just air the the live events? I mean that would that would be cool, like you know, but then they'd have to actually put fucking effort into that. You know, well, I don't mean like every like, live event because then you have to ask the question of wait, why the fuck aren't they airing Starcade? It's fucking Starcade. That like I meant shows like that, like you know, once every week or so, air a special live event. You don't have to put all the fancy production into it. It's just put on a good wrestling show. It's not that hard. But you forget that this is WWE, and this is hard for them, because they feel like they need to do everything to the fucking maximum, even when the situation doesn't call for it. Yeah, I, I'm aware. There's, there's, too much t- there's too much content already. I Well, get excited for this new show on Facebook Live. I... Barely squeezed in time to watch Kevin Owens uh, 365. Did you see that? I did not actually. How was it good? I, I'll when we finish up news, I will give you a brief uh, talk about it. Good. I, I'm interested to hear about it. This next, but this next news story is right up your alley. It's about uh, Lucha Underground. It sure is. Tell me about it. Owen, have you heard anything about what's going on with Season 4 of Lucha Underground? Uh, yep, I sure have, but tell the audience. Because this sure is weird, and I don't really know how to, you know, parse it out. I'm being honest. What, that they're gonna cut the budget? Well, yeah, there's that. Also, for, so, you know, let's give some context here. Uh, El Rey Network put out uh, some, some statements about Lucha Underground Season 4, just talking about their, and their plans just not only with uh, that season, but just going forward in general with the show. Uh, one of the things that they said was definitively that they want to keep doing this show as long as they can. They have no need to stop now. They want to keep going forward, like, until the wheels fall off, basically. Which, hey, that's cool. You know, the fact that the network is so behind it is, like, a really great thing. And, you know, mm-hmm. if it weren't for everything that's happened to Lucia Underground, you know, that would be something that I would be very excited about. Right. But one thing that is definitely less exciting is, you know, one of the things that they've... they For one, they also talked about, like, what their intent is going forward with how they film it, how they do everything. So, basically... uh 
either March and April or February and March every year uh, until they stop doing it. They are going to do Lucha Underground tapings for the next season. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's how they're going to do it. Just two months of tapings and then 10 months, the wrestlers can do whatever they want. Like they don't really have the momentum to be doing the live shows like they had, you know, tried to do like, you know, because of that huge fucking gap between season two and, and three where, you know, again, they filmed all of season two and three at the same point And then like, you know, sat on it at, like, especially with season three and how they broke it up for a while. Like, mm-hmm. They lost a lot of goddamn momentum, and especially, you know, the fact that everything that's fucking happened with, you know, all the wrestlers since then, and the fact that, like, you know, think of all the people that are gone now. The champion of Lucha, current champion of Lucha Underground is fucking gone from AAA, and they're suing him. Sweet. Yeah, like, so part of this is, you know, if you... Remember, this is something that we've talked about on the show before. I believe I talked about it on my weird experimental Scott Steiner podcast. Uh, One of the things that they talked about was um, the crazy contracts that they had going with Lucha Underground uh, when it first started. And how they basically were signing people to seven-year deals. They can't do anything else. It's fucked up. Yeah, like, and, you know, at first there was some talk of, like, oh, no, maybe that's just, you know, that's just a rumor, that's bullshit, like, no one would actually do that. Uh, then, it, you know, it, it eventually came out that there actually are people who were signed to that. Uh, Joey Ryan is signed to one of those seven-year contracts. Well, he can't do anything? Well, here's the new news, Owen. Uh, basically, Lucha Underground, uh, El Rey, Lucha Underground, whoever uh, is in charge of the contracts at this point has come out and said that they are willing to release people from these contracts and let them continue to work Lucha Underground, but also do all these different things. Like, you know, do any of the indie shows they want, like, you know, do Ring of Honor, they can do whatever. The only exception is can't work for WWE. Well, yeah, obviously. Can't do a single thing for WWE. You can do anybody else. But not WWE. Well, because WWE won't let you do other stuff either. Well, yeah, true. But, you know, also it doesn't hurt, I think, that, that probably the feeling is mutual on their end. That's what I'm getting at, yeah. So what do you think, Owen? Is that like a good make good? Is that like a good way for them to no. try and entice people back to the fold? They should just stop doing it. Stop doing the show. I know you love. I know you love it, but it's lost momentum. You don't even like really talk about it on the podcast anymore. I mean, yeah, you know, it's it's like we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago. Like, as much as the show is still very good, and like the bits that I've seen of the the later episodes of season three, like you know, I haven't seen. I still haven't watched all of it. Like, you know, I honestly, like, didn't even watch Ultimate Lucha except for, like, you know, bits and pieces of the very end just because, you know, I I wanted to know how they were writing Prince Puma off the show. Mm-hmm. How, how'd they And he beats Johnny Mundo for the championship and then fucking 
Pentagon Dark, who won the uh, the gift of the gods, you know their their equivalent of money in the bank, cashes in that motherfucking belt on him. And then he died, and makes it a career versus career match. Oh, okay, that works. And fucking Pentagon Dark wins with the help of Vampiro. Of course, of course he did. Of course. Yep, Vampire is the best. He's the best. I love him. Oh, also, the season ends with Dario getting fucking shot. What? Yeah. Does he die? Uh, it's unclear. He calls someone on the phone. It could be his dad. What if he's a zombie? It's a good question. No, because they already have Matanza. That just proves that there could be zombies. It's his brother. Now he joins him. All right. I mean, well, I guess Matanza's not really a zombie as much as he's just a fucking monster. The monster. Matanza Koito. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Like, again, like we said, they've lost so much momentum. And again, think about all the people that, like, are on that show. Johnny Mundo and Taya, fucking triple A, chase them away with this bullshit with Sexy Star. Sexy Star, fuck her forever. And she's one of the top baby faces on that show. Not in life. Yeah, of course, not in life. She's horrible. Like, Phoenix and Pentagon Dark. You know, again, they left triple A. Triple A decided to copyright their new names that are suing them. Yeah, this is all bad. They should shut down. Like, at this point, who are the untainted people that they really have left? You know, again, Prince Puma, like, he's gone. Uh, who do they really have left? Like, Jeremiah Crane and Killshot? Yeah, I fucking love both of them. Like, that match that they had as part of the Cueto Cup was incredible. But, like, you can't build the show around them. Mm-hmm. Like, are we, what are we going to do? Go back to Mil Muertes? Matanza? Like, Ray's um, gone. Mm-hmm. Dragon Azteca Jr., I don't even know what they can do with him anymore. I mean, I guess, you know, when you think about it, he's really the focal point of the show, even more than Prince Puma was, but, like, I don't know. I, I just don't know. Hey, John. They What's should that? stop doing the show. Look, man... Cage has that gauntlet. They had a good run, John. It's time to put the pasture. I need to know about Cage's Infinity Gauntlet. No, you don't. It's fine. We can move on. Owen, he is a machine, damn it. A machine. But what if he showed up in NXT? (laughs) I feel like they're already... Okay, okay, maybe, maybe I could go with this. Mm-hmm. Alright, yeah, th- that's all. I don't know. I don't know about Lucha Underground. I this just don't seems know. bad. This all seems bad. It all just seems... I don't even know if I'd say it's bad as much as it just seems, like, questionable. It just seems like I, I, I understand why you want to keep this going, because it is a critically acclaimed cult classic show that seems to also be doing very well on Netflix, from what I understand. Is it critically critically acclaimed anymore? No one's talking about the latest season. 
again, I feel like the people that talk about it and, you know, have watched the, the season have, you know, said a lot of the things that I've said is that, like, the fact that it took so long to air, the fact that, like, all of these things have happened since the time that they taped it has taken a lot of the wind out of its sails, but the content is still, like, impeccable. Okay. Like, they're still, they're doing, like, that, that's the consensus of what I've seen thing, see, is like, and again, maybe I'm wrong, feel free to tell me in the chat if I'm, if I'm an idiot here, but, like, the consensus that I've seen to seen is that, like, the content is some of the best that they're, that they've ever done, but, the, you know, all these other extenuating factors have lessened the appeal somewhat. Mm-hmm. It's a complicated situation, Owen. True. Hey, John, you know what else is complicated? This weekend in wrestling? No, the, the schedule for next year's WWE pay-per-views. Oh, right, that did come out. It did come out. Guess what? What's that, Owen? There's nothing shocking about the fact that you and I, are, are, our cities are both game pay-per-views, because we already knew this. No, we didn't, although I am surprised, actually, to see that you're getting Battleground again. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, what? I didn't That's see that. That's you're getting. I didn't see that. Hold on a second. Maybe I not, misread it, but... Now I need to look this up, because I don't remember seeing Philadelphia on the list twice. That's crazy. Oh, sorry, I was wrong. It's Pittsburgh. Yeah, I was about to say, what the fuck? What the Six of one half dozen of another, let's be honest. No, very different. Boom, fuck you, he'll turn. No, let, let Pittsburgh have the shitty pay-per-view. Philadelphia gets a good one. Anyway. It's all shit. Fuck you. Point is, both of us are getting pay-per-views. UK but and man, Canada am I wrong? are getting zero. UK's not yeah. shocking. Canada's also not shocking. Do you think they'll ever do another pay-per-view in the UK? No. Yeah, probably not. I mean, TakeOver London is the closest you'll get. They oh can my do god, right. I forgot the TakeOver London happened. Yeah, they can do another TakeOver London. Only if it's better than the last one. Yeah. It probably won't. But yeah, the here's the, here's the interesting stuff from this uh, new schedule is that they're down to fourteen pay per views. Only fourteen pay per views. What? Well, because you know, usually we get like two, two a month. Yeah, I'm aware of this, but only still. May and September Fucking. have two. Fucking fourteen pay. But still, I I would kind of like to have Raw and SmackDown have more have their pay per views close to each other. It was fun. No, it wasn't. It meant that every fucking two weeks we were doing like fucking yeah. pay per view predictions and then fucking other shit. It was yeah, awful. Yeah, it was great. No, it wasn't. It was a goddamn nightmare, and I loved it. This, this it also contributed to the fucking burnout that I feel. The extreme burnout that I feel over this garbage. Because that's what this is. Never oh, never be burned out. Always be reviewing pay-reviews. 
But John? Yes, Owen. We do have to mourn the death of Great Balls of Fire. Oh no, it's so sad, the Great Balls of Fire. My favorite pay-per-view is going away. Goodness gracious. As I said to you in our in our texts earlier today, I can't believe that the man who wouldn't pay the World Wildlife Fund to be able to keep the name of his company wouldn't pay want to pay Jerry Lee Lewis to keep the name of his pay-per-view. Yeah, pretty much. But there is one good thing to come out of this. I mean, I guess he didn't get to be a billionaire by spending a bunch of fucking money on True. shit. But John, there's one bit of good news to come out of this. The Big Four is no more. It's now the Big Five. Big Five. Four and not five. five. What's it? What's in your fave five, Owen? Uh, it's the Royal Rumble. It's WrestleMania, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, and Money in the Bank. So how is that going to work? Is that going to be? Well. How I would assume it would work, John, is that the participants in the ladder matches for the men and women would each be half from Raw, half from SmackDown. Hmm. You don't want four briefcases going around. That's way too many. But if you have one for each brand, then it'd be interesting. Yeah, but we're talking about a company that makes bad decisions. But still, four is way too many. I mean, you could argue that the women's briefcase is one too many. Well, how about I mean, this? I guess less so now that, like, your show has somewhat of a roster, but... Yeah. But, or I could say it this way. They have men's for each brand, and then the women's is co-branded. I guess I could see that. And then you get three, and that, that seems like... That could seem possible. So, yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. I mean, because remember, Owen, like, there's only one night of the year in which it's Raw versus SmackDown, so we can't have a second pay-per-view that's all about John, that. they straight up lied. TLC had a Raw versus SmackDown. Nope, don't know what you're talking about. Never happened. Hell, if I got my way, the Royal Rumble would have a Raw versus SmackDown match. You you know what I would want to see, right? No, I don't. Styles and Lesnar, number two. What? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, literally no one else is ready for Lesnar on Raw. Yeah, that's what uh, Vince seems to think, if you heard that rumor that's going around from Meltzer. And he's right. Finn Balor is not ready. He's not over at all. And it's totally his fault because of the booking. Universal Champion! Then he came back and had to fight Sister Abigail. Again? Whose fault is this? I'm saying it's the booking's fault. I'm saying 100% it's the booking's fault. That's He's not over because of the booking, and now they're screwed. Yeah, but again, Vince just fucking doesn't look at the problem and says, like, you know, oh, man, he's not over. And honestly, I'd fucking argue, and this is the argument that I made when I first saw this news, fucking Roman isn't over! 
You keep shoving him down people's throat. You mean to tell me you can't fucking find some justification to give to make Finn fucking like likable? Jesus Christ. You put all your fucking effort into making this shit work when it clearly doesn't. Like, try putting a modicum of effort into someone else for a fucking second. It's, it's Vince, of course not. No. No. Never. Too much effort. So let, let's move on from the news unless you got anything else. This, wrestling's bad. That's not news, it's just fact, but you know. You, you know it's not bad? Uh, no. The Kevin Owens 365 special? Oh, really? So, it's called Kevin Owens 365. What do you think it's about? A year in the life of Kevin Owens. Yep. And it starts at the last SummerSlam we went to. Okay. It starts in Brooklyn, and it ends in Brooklyn the following year. The one that we did not go to. So and it starts with him trucking Cesaro. It starts with him having a not great match. That was... Wait, was it the Cesaro match? I'm pretty sure... No, it, no, it was him and Jericho tagging against uh, Enzo and Cass to open the show. Oh, right! Yeah, that match wasn't great. No. And he was, was fine, he but was real bummed out about it. Ah, it wasn't that bad, Kevin. Well, he's he's hard on himself because this is very candid. This stuff, and it goes through how he, uh, you know, he's like as a kid, like I was left with Jericho. I don't I don't know why in the moment I wasn't so stoked about teaming up with him, but I was just so in my head, and it, he, was, he was in his own head. That he was just focusing on improving himself. And he couldn't enjoy oh. it. And then he goes into the whole... You know, finding out that he's going to win the Universal Championship. And how... When you see him... You know, his sh look, shot look at, at Triple H's face... When he wins... It's legitimate. Like, he's actually, like, can't believe that this is happening. And then, you know, there's a bunch of backstage st stories about him going on the road with Jericho, how they put together the, the Festival of Friendship. And then they went into uh, his, you know, when he won the United States title at WrestleMania against Jericho. And he goes to the back in the gorilla position and talks to Vince. And Vince, and he asked Vince if he liked the match, and Vince just shakes his head no. He says no. What? It's, it's not what we want, what we needed. And it killed Kevin Owens to, get, to hear that. Because if you don't know, at, at all the shows, Vince is in gorilla position. Yeah. And, like, Kevin Owens, like, the stories that he, like, just wants. You know him acceptance and like appreciation from Vince that to know that he did a good job and Vince is very candid about this stuff and that match at WrestleMania was not good. Do you not remember that match with Kevin with the Jericho for the U.S. title? I thought that I thought that match was fine. Like it wasn't great, but That's like the problem. it wasn't great. It's WrestleMania. It has to be great. 
And then they go on with uh, him being traded to SmackDown and him seeing it as a fresh start and he clean sha- and he decides to clean shave himself and do the whole Faces of America thing. And then you s- you get to the part where he lost the title in the uh, Madison Square Garden and Owens just does not know, know what to do with himself because he built this whole thing to revitalize his, his career. And what is the Face of America without the title? He'd lost his, his whole gimmick. Sure did. And then they go over to a Battleground where he has a bad match with they I love the fact that they don't even like, sh- they just gloss over the match at Battleground with Styles and just cr- instantly go to all the critics saying that the match was fucking terrible. To which, yeah, it was awful. It was, it was the worst match on the entire card. Which I can't believe I'm, I'm saying, but it was. It was worse than the Punjabi prison. And then, I mean, at least the Punjabi prison we had no expectations for. Like, the, I feel like that was definitely the one where it's like, there's no reason that this should be bad. Oh, you two on. are like two of the best wrestlers in the world. What the fuck? Yeah. And then they do the, they go to the sh- then it all leads up to uh, the Shane McMahon, you know, as a referee match at at the next SummerSlam, which also wasn't good. No, it was. That match was good. Meh. Because af- afterward, he went to gorilla position with Vince, and uh, Vince just said, yeah, that's, I was, that's what I was looking for. So, I was like, yeah, I, I guess I did it. And he's like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm still, like, questioning this whole thing. He's having kind of like a crisis with himself. Like, I don't even know if that match was good. I hope it was. And then the camera fades out, and then all of a sudden it's 30 minutes later, and he comes back to the camera, showing off a text message from Steve Austin, telling him he was it was a great match. He's like, I'm better now, fuck it. All, Steve Austin just said I had a good match. Fuck the haters. And then, it's cool. It's, it's a cool special. You You should check it out. I mean, I do like Kevin Owens, so it seems so he, like it would be right up my alley. Like, seeing the, the the backstage stuff with him, like, going over, like, what he, what he, his, like, ups and downs and his relationship with Vince is fascinating. Well worth your time. And something else that's well worth your time on the WWE Network is NXT TakeOver War Games. Uh, sure, there are parts of it that were. I loved this whole show. It was great. Why, why, why aren't you excited about this? Uh, there are definitely parts that I thought were awesome. Like I, I look, we'll we'll just let's just get it out of the way. I wasn't super into the War Games match. What, John? It was good. War Games it was, it was is a, my favorite war games. match gimmick. It wasn't a War Games match. It was not the War Games of old, but it, but I think this was an acceptable update to the War Games. And I, and you know I'm 
I love the old school one, but I approve. I thought going in, all the changes were going to be terrible. Like, what the fuck? Pinfalls, no roof. Why? And the people in the ring made those work. They used those to their advantage. And they made some great storytelling in Near Falls. Also, I just can't... Roderick Strong dressed up as Baby Braun Strowman. Excuse me, Baby Author's a pain. Yeah, but, like, the way that he wore it made it look like he was wearing fucking bronze gear. It was hilarious. I, I loved it. The team unity there. I thought it was great. Like, I didn't know how I would feel about having, you know, two people, instead of you know, going one after the other, just having all the members go in was going to be weird, but it actually worked. I liked how it gave the different dynamic of, oh, now the uh, the Undisputed Era has advantages, it's killing everyone. Then, now the Authors of Pain have evened it up, but also Eric Young is still fucking dead. And then, when they all got in there, then the match got crazy. Yeah, again, like, you know, I don't think it was bad. I think that the, the what they did with it was fine, but it wasn't I want it. Look, I and I know that this is probably unfair and probably you know something I shouldn't have expected. I don't give a fuck. I want the match beyond. That was not the match beyond. Get out no, of my face. No, that's the thing. I was ups- I was worried about the match beyond, but then Morrow multiple times called out the match beyond was coming up, and I'm like, you know what? If they're not going to give me the announcer saying it over the speaker. I'll accept at least the commentary brings up that it's called the match beyond. And the match beyond apparently now involves a ton of weapons. Again, it wasn't the match beyond. It was. It was whatever this is. It was the match beyond, but with pinfalls. No. John, I disagree. I, John, I am the n- number one fan of the war games. This was acceptable. They they used the new stuff to the best of their ability, and they made it work. They made it their own. They didn't just replicate the past. They forged a new version of the war games that works in 2017. Again, I'm not saying that it was bad. I thought it was a good match. I enjoyed it. It's just I don't think they made a case for why these changes needed to happen. I don't think they really made the t- made the case. I think the near falls were great. I think the jump off the top of the cage was awesome. I thought that stuff worked out really well. Like the thing you have to realize is that in s- looking into the cage. It's hard to see submissions. So, you know, you won't get the crowd into it as much for a tap out as you would a near fall where they get where someone interrupts it. So, so that's why I understood. It. I'm like, I get I understand that. This is they're playing up for the, the audience to get them excited along with the television audience, whereas the war, old war games were in stadiums. And not made for television. You're not made for television. I I, I know that's why I'm not on TV. 
Fucking burn. Wow. Got me. But yeah. Can we I, talk about a match that was I, unequivocally good though. I, I wasn't I wasn't quite done with the war games so. though. Alright. I ahead. do wanna get I wanna give them a huge shout out for uh putting that metal plate connecting the two rings. Because you know what one of the worst parts about the old war games matches was? Oh yeah, the rings would slide around because they weren't connected. Well, no, not that. The ring, the rings never slid around. That's not the problem. You get stuck between them is the point. People fall between the rings, and it's the worst. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like you get stuck between them because they weren't like you know they they would jostle around and you. Oh, can't, no, there's like, just really there's just a gap in. there. Oh, there was just always a gap. There's there? just a gap where you could fall in, and they 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 covered it up. I'm like that's smart. And also makes it dangerous because it's made of metal. True. So I, I appreciated that a lot. I'm like, that's a that's a great change. It was that was good. Hmm. That's just technology. It's just a metal plate. <laughs> it's not that, not real technology. It's some, just a metal plate. That's some technology. If I ever did hear it, I don't know. Okay. And before we get to the next match, I just want to point out a, a weird thing about throughout the whole night. Did you notice that not once did any of the matches ever go into the other ring? Yes, I did. I feel like that was like a like a call from the higher ups that said that's a hundred percent off limits. You can never go near the other ring. You can't even tease it. Absolutely, it was. I thought that was weird. I, you know, I, I was surprised at first. But then by, you know, the second match when, like, it just didn't happen, I was like, okay, no, I get this. They're they're trying to make it special yeah. to be like, you know, only only this match is going to use the second ring. Nobody else can even get near it. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, I get it. I get it. I, I just found it weird for, for the longest while that I accepted it. I'm like, yeah, all right, whatever, sure. Also, did you notice that the, every other match, the ring... That they used switched. I did. You know why they did that? I don't, but I'm assuming it's just because, like, you know, it makes it easier to, like, fix the ring and everything when you don't have to no. worry about like, what. Then here's the thing, John. Imagine you got a ticket to ringside for this show, and you were on the ring where the action was not happening. Mm. Wouldn't that suck if the entire time you got this ticket? To be ringside, and you had to look all the way over at this other ring. That's pretty smart, then. Yep, they alternated so that the crowd could, in each match, a section of the crowd would be closer to the action. That's smart. Yep. I just remember watching that with a group on Saturday night, and then I, I by the second match, I just yelled, Oh, I know why they're doing that! And the revelation. But let's talk about these other matches. What, what matches do you want to talk about? Let's talk about the fucking best match of the night in a fucking country mile. Lars Goddamn. Sullivan. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. No, that was a very good match. Yes. That was exactly the hossiest hoss fight that I wanted, and I was super into it. Lars forever. Lars is pretty cool. Cassius Ono, also pretty fucking cool. Yeah, he's fine. Whatever, man. That cyclone kick was fucking John, amazing. John, that's a step up from what I usually say. No, I don't care. Shut up. Fine. 
No, we need to talk about the actual fucking match of the night. Jesus Christ, Velveteen Dream versus Aleister Black. Yeah. Oh my God. That was obviously a match of the night. I love the war games, but this was... It's a fucking match of the year candidate. Jesus Christ. Um, Yeah, I could see it on the lower end of the match of the year list. Yeah. Sure. Definitely, I wouldn't call it top five, but I'd definitely say it's a top ten. Yeah, top ten for sure. The storytelling, mwah, beautiful. Brilliant storytelling, just fucking amazing wrestling, too. Amazing pants. Yes. Amazing everything, if we're being fucking honest. like Ravishing Velveteen Dream. He just, he looks so fucking good. Like, he is definitely on some fucking next level shit and just is insanely fucking talented. Mm-hmm. In a way that is, like, incredibly deceptive. Like, you know, you, you see Velveteen Dream's character and just everything he's doing. You don't expect him to have this, like, incredible fucking, like, just wrestling ability down pat, too. And he's fucking, he's fucking there. Mm-hmm. Like... I don't even know where to begin. The that fucking amazing ass DDT, like his fucking uh, Death Valley driver, mm-hmm. like the man is fucking incredible. And you know, like Alistair Black, that's not to say anything bad about him because he's on some some fucking serious shit too. But Velveteen Dream, I think, especially is the kind of person, kind of wrestler where. He's such a, a weird character that, like, you know, is in a similar way to, I'd say, perhaps, Elias. Like, wrestling ability f- for that doesn't really matter because it's all about you being able to piss off the crowd and annoy them and things like that. But, he, Jesus Christ. He's one of the best they got. Yep. The dirt dynamic in the ring was excellent. Just every move felt like it had a purpose. They weren't just wrestling for wrestling's sake. They were painting a a, a picture. Yep. And just the crowd was super into it. The crowd, you know, for as much as we've been worried for weeks about them being, you know, especially that Florida crowd, not being super cool with Velveteen Dream in a way that's very uncomfortable. John, this was a Texas crowd. And they were very much wanting his name to be said. Uh, I think everyone in the world wanted that name to be said. I mean, they got their wish. It's true. Because the match ended with the Black Mass. Of course, because let's, yeah. There's no way that Aleister Black was going to take his first loss to the Velveteen Dream. Let's be real. Velveteen Dream got his first loss, though. He did. And he also got a fucking incredible showcase match that makes him look like a fucking killer. But fuck that, he got his name said. He did get his name said. That's all that matters, he won. We're all winners. And now they fall in love. Yeah, now they form a tag team for the Dusty Classic. Oh my god, that would be really good. I mean, it's... Ah, shit, Ashley's past that time. 
they would they would have had they would have had it at that pay-per-view oh well uh john during this takeover did you notice something not sure where you're going with this they put a video for the next takeover oh yeah i saw that did, did you did you see it Yes, Owen. I saw NXT TakeOver Philadelphia. No, that's not the point, John. I know it's in Philadelphia, but did you see the logo? No. It's just a bland NXT TakeOver logo. Oh, yeah, no. It didn't say say Philadelphia on it. It's as if it's a placeholder for when they announce what the crazy gimmick for it's going to be. Okay. Are you ready for NXT TakeOver World War 3? I don't think that NXT has 60 people. They can find 60 people. Invite everybody. Invite everybody. Invite the Bullet Club. Also, you know what? I'm totally okay with World War 3 not coming back. With three rings. What if I go to buy tickets and the scene chart has three rings? <sighs> what if they bring back Kevin Nash and he just eliminates everybody and hangs out in one of the rings? It's been done. True. I don't know. What what, what do you think the big gimmick would be for the next takeover for Philadelphia? Cheesesteak. I mean, that's not a match type. Sure it is. Remember when... Okay, yes. Right, if you're fair. MC fought for that cheesesteak? It wasn't a match type. It was just a thing that happened. Look, man. You can argue with Bull Dempsey getting a cheesesteak? No. What if they Damn give... Right, NXT, what if they give NXT King of the Ring? That'd be Okay. Just have a one-night tournament. That'd be cool. What else could it be? I'd be cool with that. They should do something with King of the Ring. I mean, it didn't go super well the last two times, but... What if they do the triple cage? From WCW? Dear God, why are you saying these things? Because I want dumb shit. I got the Pujari prison last time. Bring on the stupid cage matches. I want them. Except the Cow from Hell. I don't want that one. Never. Never again. You're going to get the Kendall from Hell and you're going to like it. No. You're a Cow from Hell. Thank you? No. It's a bad thing. Let's talk about the, the title matches. Let's talk about the women's title. Yeah, I was about to say, there's a lot of effort to not talk about the fact that Ember Moon is champion. What? You heard me. No, you actually cut out. I did not hear Oh, me. I was saying, this is a lot of effort on your part to not talk about the fact that Ember Moon is champion. Yeah. Weird. I should have fucking seen it that the person from Houston would win the fucking belt. From Dallas, actually. But Whatever. Close I yeah, I I should have seen that coming too. I I honestly thought that this was gonna be 
Uh, Are we seeing Nikki Cross this time? Oh. I thought it was Peyton Royce. What was going to happen? I thought Peyton Royce was going to have it, and she and Billy Kay were going to be co-champion. No, it's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Well, they're, they have all the fucking time in the world now. They didn't call them up. <laughs> we'll get to that. I'm furious. But yeah, this match was fine. I really liked this match. I thought it was really good. I don't remember much from it. I remember the double eclipse. The double eclipse is pretty damn cool. Uh, there was a double elbow drop. Oh, oh yeah, lots of double moves. Yeah, basically, it was you know it was a lot of. Oh man, I hit one person and another person was stacked on top of them. That causes damage. There was a lot of. Nikki Cross is a punching bag. She took a she took a licking, but she kept on ticking. I mean, that's kind of her thing, though, isn't it? Well, well I just have seen her with more offense and opportunities to win. Yeah, she, but I mean, also in fairness, they they didn't do so bad by her. They basically made her like the they they basically put her in the Brock Lesnar role of. You're a fucking crazy monster person, so we're just going to have everybody try and kill you to save themselves. She's not a monster, though. But she's a wild card. True. That's just a weird way to book her, is all I'm saying. I'm fine with it. She's Nikki Cross. She's scary as shit. Point is, Ember Moon won. Yeah, and I'm happy. Good for Ember Moon. I don't know how I felt about Asuka giving her the belt. I think it made... I think it was fine. I know. I think it was weird after the whole I'm gonna cheat to beat you constantly and then be all happy for her to win the belt. But here's the thing, Owen, that you need to remember here, is they already did this with Asuka when they had the whole, like, fucking, I cheat to beat you and then I beat you clean... Uh, I'm quitting without relinquishing the belt, or, you know, quitting and then relinquishing the belt without, you know, losing. Oh, we're friends now. We're hugging and we love each other. Like, Ugh. that shit was already dumb. That's... I missed that. I tried They had a whole thing where they hugged in the middle of the ring when Asuka, uh, relinquished the belt and left. I'm trying to block that out. I was, I was upset. I'm still upset. I was upset apparently. about that entire thing. So, you know, to me... They already they already did the damage. They already did that exact thing. So like them doing it again with you know Ember finally winning the belt was not a problem. Okay, fair enough. Because they already it was them continuing the problem, not making a new one. Hey, John. What's that, Owen? The next match. Uh... Another match that I completely got pr- predicted wrong. I guess what, John? And I'm so glad to know. I predicted it correctly. If you listen to last week's podcast, which I don't recommend, I called it correctly. I said, almost, it's his time. Fuck Drew McIntyre. He's not working as a champion. It's all about Almas. Alita Lowe 
NFC champion forever. Fuck yes. Oh my god. And guess what? It happened. It happened. And he's the champion. And it's great. It was it was a good match. Yeah. You know, it's a shame. I will say it's a shame that Drew McIntyre is actually dead. He had it coming. He did have it coming, but maybe not, you know, tearing his bicep coming. I mean, the one 3MB member lost his belt, so the other one had to quick lose his belt, too. Only made sense. I suppose so. And then poor uh, Keith Slater lost his above ground pool. No! I know. You leave Slater alone! I mean, bad things happen to all three of them. It's terrible. But yeah. Um. (laughs) Whoa, are you okay? Sorry, yeah. What are you doing over there? Sneezing. How dare you? On a live podcast. I hit the mute button, and then I accidentally unmuted it right as I sneezed. Good job. You know, I have my moments. It's true. I almost had his moment, and he did the thing where he held up the belt, and then he dropped it because he was so excited. He also won kind of clean, which was strange. Kind of. Kind of clean. I f- yeah, kind of. Like, I you know, feel clearly, like it was an like, audible because Drew was hurt and he couldn't finish the match. That that actually was going to be my question to you. Do you think it was yes. they called? You think they that almost wasn't supposed to originally win? No, I, he was supposed to originally win. Just not that, not not that clean. I bet. Hmm. But they had to rush to finish. Yeah, who cares? He's the champion. Everything's great. Yay! I like it. People ask me who who is gonna be the next challenge. Who's gonna be the next champion after Almas? The answer is simple. You know who it's going to be? No one. Elmas is going to retire. Adam Cole, baby! He's a heel. Weird. It's as if they could do a triple threat with him and Roderick Strong. And him pin Roddy. I guess they could do that, but... Mm -hmm. That's what I think. That's my guess. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that one. We'll see. I don't think Strong's gonna get the belt, though. Oh, hell no. Roger Strong's never getting the title. Wow. Shots fired. That's not even as meant as, like, a shot fired. That's just meant as a... Roger Strong's never gonna get the title because he's just gonna, like, eventually... He's gonna do the Hideo thing of just eventually showing up on 205 Live. Wow. Damn. Got him. That's the ultimate burn. It really is, unfortunately, but I don't think they're really going to do anything else with him. I don't think we need to talk about Atame because he's going to be asking for his release soon, I bet. I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, that was actually TakeOver War Games. I thought it was a great show. I liked it a lot. I did too. Like, in spite of my, and, you know, again, but to circle back to the main event there, like, in spite of my reservations about aspects of it, it was, it was a very good match. It was very fun. It was let's exciting uh, shit. Let's quickly talk about the two matches that happened before it on this week's NXT. 
with uh, Ruby Riot and Sony Deville competing. Don't care. It's super weird that they're both like one of them is now on Raw, one of them's now on SmackDown. So this match means I nothing. I would argue that it was maybe too early for one, if not both of them. No, you're 100% right, but John, you don't understand what the problem is with this. Do you know what the problem is with this? No. Sunday is the one night of the year that Raw and SmackDown compete in head-to-head competition. I mean, technically it was before then. No, according to the canon, it was after. Yeah, but we all know. John, according to the canon, this was Raw and SmackDown competing head-to-head. This is bullshit. I feel lied to? I think I need to sue them. They lied to me. False advertising. I feel like in this episode especially, like, they barely even tried to hide the fact that this was taped before TakeOver. Like, usually they try and be like, oh yeah, we're back from... We're back from there. Like, they barely even did that in this episode. It was like, Mara was basically all but saying, yeah, we filmed this a week ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it was weird. Yeah. So. Wrestling's weird. That's the point of all mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other match, though... That's literally all we're going to say about that match? Yeah, I mean, what else? Yeah, basically. I didn't didn't much care for it. I don't think Ruby Riot's that good. She's fun. She's a good personality. I still don't think she's a very good wrestler. She needs work. Mm Mm-hmm. Sonya Deville, very good, but I, I still also think she needs a little bit more time to develop as a personality and everything. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Pete Dunne versus Johnny Gargano. Now, those are two guys that are very good at being WrestleMans. I've heard this. I mean, you've seen it. I mean, yes, but I mean, I've, I've heard that he's a good WrestleMan. And would I tell you what if I told you that the Johnson Rasselmans was very good at being Johnson? a Rasselmans, as was the Bruiserweight? I mean, he's, his name—I I assume his name is Jonathan. I don't, I don't think anyone's name Johnson is, is named John for short. Johnson Rasselman sure is. All right, fair enough. I—I I stand corrected. Prove me wrong. That's all I'm saying. Prove you, me you wrong. You know what I liked about this match? What's that? No joint manipula- manipulation, because that shit fucks me up. <laughs> that shit fucks me up in a real bad way. It definitely hurts. It, like, it hurts me. Like, badly. Like, I don't... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It definitely hurts to watch. Ugh. Yeah, it's a... This match was fun. I mean, Johnny Gargano had zero percent chance of winning, but it was fun. I mean, Johnny Gargano has a zero percent chance of winning anything. That's the unfortunate wow. truth. Wow! 
I'm not saying this in the sense of Johnny Gargano is bad. Johnny Gargano is my goddamn favorite. Johnny Gargano is also the guy that they're settling as the lovable loser. He, you know, he has all the fight and the heart and everything, but he doesn't win because he's just too small or weak or I don't even fucking know. Mm-hmm. Johnny Wrestling is the best. They're doing the Daniel Bryan thing. I get it. But also stop. Yeah. Let Johnny Wrestling be cool. But they probably won't until he's allowed to beat Ciampa after Ciampa beats him a bunch of times. That's never going to happen. He's, he's, he's just going to go straight to 205. No! Everyone goes to 205 to die. Except Damn. for Finn Balor for now. What if they said Finn Balor or 205 live? And... He needs to just eat a lot and just make sure he weighs at least 206 so they can't do it to him. True. Smart. Yeah, this match was good. I like the part with the mouthpiece, even though it was very confusing at first. Sure. And you know what the best part of this match was, besides the lack of joint manipulation? Is that, What's that he hit one bitter end and that was it? Yep. They built the whole match around him hitting it, and then he hit it, and then he won. No kick out. A finisher that actually finishes. I mean, no one has kicked out of the bitter end, have they? I'm, I I think for sure that that during that Tyler Bate match, he kicked, had to have kicked out of it once. I don't remember this. I feel like he must have. Because that match had a lot of crazy near falls. And I'm pretty sure. I think there was only one hit, bitter end. I think Bate hit his finisher and got kicked out of. No, uh, he rolled out of the ring for the title driver. Okay. Not sure. That I definitely remember. I'm sure I will, when we rewatch the matches for uh, the year end awards, we will find out. I feel like there's only one bitter end. I feel confident in saying that. Okay. I, I can believe that. It was a good match. Really good match. Not as good as that bait match, maybe, but, you know. Yep. I, I wish it was on the actual thing. It was on the ta- I wish Might it have been overload, you know, if they put it on the actual thing. On TakeOver? Yeah, I wish. Anywho. That's it for uh, NXT talk. You want to talk about main roster stuff? Nope. Too bad. Survivor Series happened on Sunday. It's the one night of the year that Raw and SmackDown compete in head-to-head competition. There's a review. Go read it. Over at ProWrestling.cool. We gave it a thumb up. It's a website. We gave it a thumb up and a thumb down. We sure did. Did you watch any of the pre-show? Yes. Did you Let's watch not anything? talk about it. Did you watch anything in the pre-show aside from the wrestling? Yes. We do. We need to talk about one thing. All right. And that is Shawn Michaels not giving any fucks. That's true. He definitely didn't give a single solitary fuck about anything. The best part was him talking about how the, you know the, the tagline, the the head the head head competition thing, and saying it wrong. And then saying, or whatever it is, because apparently if you don't say it the exact same way, you're going to get in a lot of trouble. 
But who fucking cares? <laughs> I thought that was the best. And then later they cut the Sam Roberts who says the line exactly right. Because <laughs> he has to. Yeah, because what the fuck is Vince going to do to Shawn Michaels? It's so good. And he's like... He's just doing his usual fucking DX, I can get away with whatever I want because I'm the fucking top guy. It's Shit. true. He still is. And I, I, I just thought that was the best. Cause he's like, I've heard that them say that over and over and over again. It's fucking annoying. <laughs> like, yay, Sean gets it. Also, he's gonna get in trouble anyway. All right, so we don't need to talk about Elias and Matt Hardy. Who cares? We don't need to talk about any of it. Like, that's the thing is, like, there were two matches we've seen a whole bunch of times before, and one match that was good, I, I liked it, it was fun, it also was completely meaningless. But Brazango! I like Brazango, they get to wrestle. Which, and also, this is really fucking weird that they're showing up on here and on SmackDown when they're supposed to be kidnapped. They were kidnapped. Because they don't even care all that much about the fucking Fashion file shit anymore. They're doing, John, they're doing another one next week, they announced. I know, they're doing a fucking Saw parody, like, fucking... Yeah. After Halloween is already over. Because they, they had to do Stranger Things for that. Duh. This is just not great. I don't care, John. I want to see them do Saw. I like Saw. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Like I'm glad that these guys had something to do. Don't get me wrong; they're all very great. I, I like them all. I think Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn being in the pre-show added to their story. Sure, because you know it gives them extra. Like, oh, Shane doesn't put us on the main card, but he fucking like insults us by putting us on the pre-show. Again, don't disagree. It's just. Yeah, I know. This is a meaningless match. I agree. I agree. Though that Shield versus New Day match, that was a meaningful match. No, it was really good. I mean, as I said, we have a, a review where you can see all of our thoughts on these matches. It's as if the New Day are the, the tag team of the year. that far, but I also can't think of anybody else, so... If, if like, the Usos would be the close second. But yeah, New Day has been extremely good ever since... And, and they, they were good on Raw, but they they elevated themselves when they got to SmackDown and competed against the Usos. And now they're fighting the Shield, and yo, they're still, like, the best tag team in the company, so... Of course they put on a great match. Biggie over here throwing fools all over the place. Yeah, and still doing that fucking terrible thing that he needs to stop. Oh no, trust me, if he does it again when I see him, I'm gonna yell at him, as I always do. He needs to listen. Just don't die. You're gonna kill yourself. Bad. The man's got a death wish. But yeah. 
the, the Raw team won the match. No shit. You're telling me that, like, the most important trios team... The, oh, the New Day? The past... N- no. Have you seen Up, Up, Down, Down? Have you seen WWE programming from the years of, like, November 2015... Sorry, 2012 through, like, May 2014. No, I I had a... I was in a coma from that time. What year is it? What year is it? The year of your death. Oh. Oh, jeez, that's soon then, because this year's almost over. There's our, there's our season yeah, finale. Yeah, well, I was trying to keep it a secret, but, you know... There's our season finale. Um, yeah, the I don't think we need to talk much about the the Raw women beating the SmackDown women because uh, Asuka. Yeah, of course you don't want to talk about that. Zaska, I mean, no shit. It was good. Asuka. It was a good match. I I very much liked it. I liked the Tamina and the Nia Jax part. I did not like that part actually. I thought. It made Tamina look great, and I just looked like Tamina looked really good in that show. That was the best I've seen Tamina look in a very fucking long time. Yeah, they should they should push her. I'm not willing to go that far. They should push her. I, again, still not willing to go that far. But she did a great job. Mm-hmm. Bailey looked terrible. Bailey looked fine. Becky Lynch looked terrible. Becky Lynch looked fine. No, no she lost like two minutes into a roll-up. A surprise roll-up that was like a fucking smart play from Bailey. Yeah. Like they they didn't make her look dumb. They made her look they made Bailey look like fucking smart and clever. If anyone looked bad in that match, it was fucking Alicia Fox. Well, who is just completely useless. She always looks bad. Yeah, but I'd say that she looks especially like... You know, as I said in the review, they gave everybody in that match a chance to shine. Maybe not, like, a big chance, but, like, enough of a chance for someone to work with. And Alicia Fox is, I feel like, the only person that didn't avail themselves of that. Okay. The, the Raw Women won. Yeah. Good for you. I don't care. I don't care about Baron Corbin and The Miz. The only good part of that was uh, Maurice being there. This match was mediocre. The Miz... Is, like Baron Corbin. The Miz working as a face is bad. Yes. Also, the very much that. So Baron Corbin won, and I went. Oh, okay. I can I can stop reading my phone now. Since we since we put it in those terms, let's just skip right to it and say that I felt the exact same way about Charlotte versus Alexa Bliss. Charlotte what? working as a face, nah. Oh, she but she's been doing that on SmackDown. It's been I've actually warmed and up. And it's to not it. good. I've warmed up to it. 
you have bad opinions and like things on that show even when they're bad. John, so I don't care. John, I'm wearing a t-shirt. Charlotte has a face. Charlotte does not have a face fucking vibe. I'm wearing a Team SmackDown shirt. Of course, I, I like the SmackDown things. You're making bad decisions wearing that shirt. I know. I, I'm, I'm a lovable loser. What can I say? I thought this no, match was you're good. not Johnny Organo. Shut up. I'm Owen Wrestling. Deal with it. This match is fine. Yeah, I, I like the dynamic of Charlotte being so much bigger than than Alexa Bliss, and uh, Bliss having to use her, uh, you know, her cunning to get the advantage and get Charlotte down so that she got the advantage. And then the whole dynamic of working the ribs worked up until the part where she did the moonsault, and then it didn't work. Yeah. I mean, it was doesn't work as a face. I thought the ending was a bit flat, but whatevs. It doesn't work as a face. Doing the figure eight is real bad for your ribs. If you're injured in your ribs, why are you doing that move? Doesn't work as a face. All right, you can keep saying that. It doesn't matter. She's gonna. Stay I will face. keep saying it. As long as her people have goodwill toward her father, she's gonna stay a face. <sighs> you know that's the reason. Of course, I know that's the reason. You don't have to explain it to me. I know exactly why they're doing it. It's just as usual. They're fucking throwing out like actually like smart motivations for things and. For the sake of, like, cheap pops. Well, duh. Of course. Uh, let's not overlook the, the Usos be, beating the bar. And cutting that awesome yeah, promo at the beginning. Eh. They're the bartenders. Eh. They're gonna put them behind bars, because welcome to the Uso Penitentiary. Eh. Why are you hating on the Usos? The Usos are so good. The Usos are good. It was just like a weird, like... I, I didn't think the promo was great. What do you I want thought, from me? I enjoyed it. and I liked the match. match the match was alright. Yeah. I mean, you can't expect much from the bar. No. It's it's like we said in the thing. Usos, Usos are good. I, I like the Usos. The bar... The bar needs, like, something else. Yeah. Like, they need to they need to add something to their gimmick, because they kind of just, like, are at this point. Like, they're not bad. The Don't get R. Wrong. I'll... That's what we're, we're going to call them, the R. Sure. Fine. Or you call them like, the, they've the just kind of been... I wouldn't even go that far. I'd just say that they're, you know... Mm -hmm. they, they've gotten lost in the booking they're another team that has gotten lost in, in middling booking yep and needs something like they need a, a fresh a fresh rethink I couldn't tell you what what it is I couldn't tell you what would help manager but they need something a female manager maybe that's what they could use they need Zelina Vega Nah, she's busy. 
Uh, she could do, and then also bring Andrade in. He's now part of the bar. Because three person teams are the hot thing now. No, you got. It would work, right? What else happened? Um, I mean, we could just say, why don't you read the review, you jabroni? Yeah, I mean, we're just giving brief stuff. We're not, that's why we're not going into detail because we have a review. Uh, All right. Brock Lesnar AJ Styles. Real good. I want to Wasn't see, crazy about it. I want to see more of it. Wasn't crazy about it. Don't want to see more of it. I liked I liked AJ's offense and the whole underdog coming back thing. Then he ate an F five. I'm, I'm bored of Brock Lesnar. I wanna see Brock Lesnar take a Styles clash. That's never going to happen. No, but He's don't, never going but to don't do you that. want to see it? Can you imagine? Of course that, I do. Can you imagine what that looks like? No. That's I why need, I want to see it. I but it's to never going to happen. I need to see it. Let's make it happen. We're a rumble. Let's go. I would if I could. And, uh... That's it. That's That's the show. That's all Survivor Series. Oddly enough, three three tie. Raw and SmackDown. They both they tied. Nope, well, again, nope, we're going wins. back right back to the bar. Sheamus and Cesaro. They're they're amazing. Best of seven series. What? Remember Sheamus and Cesaro? That best of seven series that got them in the tag team where they tied. I wish I didn't remember that. It's the worst. Why would you bring that up? Because that's the point of reference if we're going to pretend that the Men's Survivor Series match didn't happen. It didn't happen. I, I don't know what you're talking about. It, it was six matches, three, three against three, and that's it. I mean, it definitely happened. You know, the fact that you don't want to talk about it, mostly not even because you're upset about Triple H, but because you're upset that SmackDown lost like they no, always no, do. See, that's, this is the thing. SmackDown lost. Raw didn't win. Triple H won. Yeah, no, true. So that, well, that's look, thing. man, it's Triple H. He always wins. Yeah, but it, Raw was supposed to win, not him. He didn't even wear a Raw shirt. He couldn't even be bothered to wear a Raw shirt. It's Triple H. Why would he do that? Exactly. Everything is always about Triple H. Why is he in the match? Because they needed to set up him versus Kurt Angle for some reason. No, fuck that. I don't want that. We've, we've had that for years. We're good. I am utterly amazed that they let Raw win this one. Like, the entire thing was basically just the Raw ta- team has no fucking purpose except for to exist to f- push forward other stories, and they still won. Which, okay, fine, Braun Strowman. They wanted, but come on. They wanted to bury SmackDown, which they, they did. Deservedly so. No, SmackDown is the better show. No, that's what you get for that Under Siege bullshit. Also, no... Just no. You guys also under siege us back, so we were even. That 
No, you did it first. That's the point. Yeah, well, fuck you. Because you dicks. Yeah, we are. Because your show's bad. You didn't do it because our show's bad. You did it because you're fucking babies. No, you are. Great comeback. No, you are. You, you really, you're really nailing it. Can no, we not talk you about this are. Can, can we not talk about this anymore? Fine, let's briefly go. Can over. we not talk about wrestling? I'm done here. It, it, I mean, we we need to bring up the 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 big thing that happened on Raw, the big thing that happened on SmackDown. Do we? Well, the call-ups. We need to talk about the call-ups. Do we? I mean, Paige is back on Raw. Exactly. Do we? Yeah, we, I, we, we at least need to talk about this before we go. Is she still with Alberto? Is that why they're, they're back? She's back as they finally got her away from him? I, I bet you they didn't. I bet you they're still together. Yeah, I know. But now she's with Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. Which cool, I guess. Congratulations. You got I think it's funny that as I think it's really funny that like they have her teaming up with the people that she judged and constantly mocked on uh tough enough, but you know. It's kind of like they did it on purpose. Cuz she she put her, them so far under her that now they work for her. I guess so. Also, enjoy having more women that won't have anything to do in a month. Because that's how the booking on Raw works. Only two women can matter at a time. Hey, come on now. Someone needs to be fed to Asuka. Jesus Christ. Probably going to be firing Dana Brooks soon now that they had Oscar beat her. Oh, no. Sad thing is I can see that happening. Yeah. Like, I said it is to be a pithy joke about what they did, Emma, but yeah, no. There's, there's no joke about it. That's just what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, at least you did better than the SmackDown side got out of this. I was hoping for the iconic duo. Instead, I got the worst possible thing I could have ever imagined. Not the worst thing. The worst. Liv Morgan. Not the worst. No, it's it's the worst. Could have been Mercedes. No, I would have taken her over... Over Liv Morgan any day. Does Liv still have a cool song? We didn't get to hear it. Ah. Uh, they showed up, they just attacked people. Liv- yeah, also, wait. Weren't, like, at least two of these people baby faces? What? Her and Sarah Logan? Yeah, they were. And Ruby! Oh, yeah, Ruby, too. They were all, they're all baby faces, now they're heels. Fuck it. Who cares? Like, at least with fucking, you know, with Paige, like, they had her bring two heels in so that you can make the argument of, okay, well, Paige is turning. Mm-hmm. Again, I guess, I don't know, fuck it. But this? What? No, this should have been the iconic duo. 
They should have came in with Carmella and helped her cash in, but nope. It's just, it's just so bad. I'm so, I'm so upset I have to deal with Liv Morgan now every week. And if you don't think I'm going to put her up for contender for worst female superstar of the year this year, you would be very wrong. Well, you need to stop. No. She needs She's to, not that she, bad. She needs to stop existing. She's not that bad. You just don't like her because she's from New Jersey. And that's not a valid reason. She is a living embodiment of all the garbage I have to deal with with New Jersey. I don't need that in my wrestling show. It's bad. It's bad, John. At least Sonya Deville represents like the half decent parts of New Jersey. I'm giving this conversation a you out of need to stop. I will never stop, but I will put on pause for this week. Because I think we're about out of time. Good. Still don't like her. But but she's not the worst female superstar. There's so many other people that we could be talking about. All right, fine. In a year, also, I'm just going to. Also, I don't want to tip my hand here for like a month from now or whatever. But just saying, nobody leaves alive if Sexy Star does not win that category. John, I'm not saying she's going to win the category because, of course, Sexy Star is. But she's gonna. She needs to be in that top three. No, no, I can already think of a top three. All right, well, John. I will do my annual fight for it, and I will probably lose, but at least I will put the effort I'm just in. saying, man, you really think she's worse than Mercedes Mendez? Martinez? Because you can't even say her damn Martinez, name. whatever. Yes! No! She's horrible! Alright, John, we'll save this for next month, but that has been you also think she's? You also really think she's worse than fucking uh, Ronda Rousey's friend? No, uh, no. Exactly. Exactly. That's only, that's only one other one. It's only one other one. Mercedes Martinez. Is no, horrible. she's fine. She's nothing about her is fine. Nothing about Liv Morgan is fine. She she still doesn't know how to fucking wrestle. She knows how to wrestle. She just has a bad finisher, and she's bad green. I. She's no, green like, and she's I on the main she's... roster now. Now that's egregious enough to be considered. So is fucking Ruby Riot. Yeah, I didn't say she should be on there either. I don't think any of the the call ups for SmackDown were particularly smart. I don't, I don't think that any of the calls for Raw were all that smart either. Nope. But here's the thing, John. There's over twenty women in NXT right now, so they need to move some of them up. They, yeah, I know. They just picked the wrong ones. Yeah. But John, that has been it for Kill Turn, a production of Pro Wrestling Cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. We do the show live every Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time over at twitch.tv slash ozoneonline and on YouTube if you just search for Pro Wrestling Cool. You do the rest of the plugs. Oh, okay. I mean, I was confused. You were like, 
It's like, well, I guess he's doing a good job of this. What do I need to do? I'm just go to sleep now. No, because I I don't usually do this part. I and I'm getting confused. Please help me. I don't know. I've already gone to sleep, man. Uh, uh don't worry. Tommy we will be gone in a while. Fuck shit! No, I hate this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, look, if you want to keep up to date with what we're doing, guys, you can check us out a whole bunch of places. we got Facebook at Facebook.com slash P-W-D-O-T-C, where you can check us out there. Uh, check us out on Twitter at The Heel Turn. Uh, we, of course, as we said, do this show live every Wednesday starting at 9 p.m. Eastern over at Twitch.tv slash Online. And, of course, you can check us out over at our Patreon if you like what you hear and you like what you see. You can be a subscriber and give us money and get like a cool exclusive things like these show notes or exclusive podcasts and stuff like that. Patreon.com slash PWC. Check and, us out. And here's the thing, John. If you are crazy enough to pay $20 a month, you can pitch us things to write about on the on the website or talk about on the podcast. And somebody actually did that. It's true. So next month. John is going to write some really erotic fan fiction. I may or may not be working on erotic Velveteen Dream fan fiction. It's, yep. So we will figure out a way to put that on the websites. And, uh, yeah. This, if you want to. I, mean, I don't know if it's really figuring out a way as much as it's just making a new topic for whatever I come up with title I come up with for this terrible series. John, there, there's a, uh, there's a lot of backend stuff I need to build to make that happen. It's, it's actually not that easy. Can't just put in features. No, I want to, I want to build out a special Patreon thing. So that people can filter out that bad shit forever. Hey, Nothing but the best shit. Come on. Alright, fine. They can filter out the good shit and just ingest that by itself. How about that? Alright, I guess. Uh, any, any other social medias? Man Animal and Lady Animal. Nope. Destroy all man animals at will. Man Animal Crossing, Lady Animal Crossing. Kane lives. But find me on Twitter at the underscore ozone. Find me on Twitter at I am John GM and also other bunch of places over the intertubes where I exist. Do you exist? Mm, it's questionable. Alright, well. To all our North American listeners, I want to wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, it sucks that we couldn't do a thankful episode this year, but I mean, let's be honest. Is there really that much that we're thankful about in wrestling right now? We barely had time to talk about Raw and SmackDown. Such a <laughs> Like I said, I ain't thankful for any of them shits. Oh, wow. I, I, I like... No, you know what? SmackDown was a really bad episode this week. I'll admit it. He was one of the worst SmackDowns since the brand split. Also, I'm just going to throw it out there. They did a really good job of making most of the people on the SmackDown roster look like jabronis on Sunday. And you know what? Most of them look like jabronis on Tuesday as well. Great! Yep. 
So, if only it's such a shame that everybody in the Raw roster is a jabroni as well. We didn't talk about it, but yo, Jason Jordan is a fucking punk. Nobody wins. Everyone sucks. Welcome to wrestling. We'll be back. Hey, can I get out of this match? No, dog. That's nepotism. Oh, no, it's fine. Okay, I can win anyway. It's all good. Whatever. Wow. Fuck you, Jason Jordan. Fuck you, Jason Jordan. We'll be back next week with another episode of Heel Turn. And until then... No, seriously. Fuck you, Jason Jordan. You should at him. Call him out. Don't at me, bro. At him. No, don't at me. Do it. Do it. Don't at me. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.